Who is this that enters into Jerusalem riding on a donkey? It is Jesus of Nazareth. That's what we heard in our first gospel today. Who is this Jesus? Jesus is this great teacher that drew so many people to himself. They wanted to hear his words and his teachings. We know in the scriptures that during his public ministry that Jesus drew so many that one time he wanted to feed them all and they numbered over 5,000 and all he had were five loaves and five fishes, but yet he multiplies them, feeding them all, and many people began to follow him. This is the same Jesus who healed so many, that restored sight to the blind, that allowed the lame to walk again, to restore hearing, and all of the things that he did in that way. And because people saw it, because they saw these marvelous works of Jesus, they began to follow him. Massive crowds followed him from place to place, so much so that he couldn't go to one area without there already being a crowd forming. But yet in that passion narrative that we just heard, the crowd that was following Jesus is nowhere to be found, but a different crowd is there, crying out when a question was asked, who do you want us to release to you? They said, Barabbas. And what should we do with Jesus? Crucify him. The followers of Jesus who followed him into Jerusalem were nowhere to be found in that moment except for just a few, his mother and John and a few others. The 12 apostles that he called were not there. They left him, abandoned him, Peter even denying him three times. But we know how this story ends. Even though our passion today ends with the death of Jesus on the cross, we know how that story continues during the Triduum, and ultimately next Sunday on Easter Sunday, how that story ends. That death and sin have been defeated, that Jesus rises from the dead. And as Jesus then begins to appear one by one to the disciples, as he appears to so many, they're reminded of the very fact that they left him, denied him. And I think that the passion that we hear today is a good reminder for us that these disciples, these followers of Jesus, had to be able to forgive themselves, that they had to look deep within and repent and ask for forgiveness. But we know that Jesus did just that, that Jesus forgave them and that they continued their life and their journey and their walk with our Lord Jesus. They had to forgive themselves. I think that's a common struggle for all of us, that sometimes it's difficult for us to forgive ourselves, that something that we've done in the past or an action or words or whatever it is, are we able to really forgive or do we keep holding on to it and not allowing that forgiveness really to take root? Also to forgive others. We know that other people have hurt us at times by their words and actions and Maybe it's also difficult to forgive them. But as we hear the passion, as we enter into Holy Week, we realize that when we look upon the crucifix, that Jesus died for us. That Jesus not only died for us, but he forgives us. And because Jesus has forgiven us, that should be enough strength and enough motivation for us to be able to forgive ourselves, to lay whatever it is at the foot of the cross and to say, Jesus, you've forgiven it, and help me now to continue to live my life free of whatever burden I'm carrying. 
for the disciples, for the followers of Jesus who left him but then rejoined him after the resurrection, it was 40 days afterwards that Jesus ascends into heaven, that he goes up this mountain, but before he does so, he sends out the disciples and says, go and spread this message that I am risen. Spread the good news that you have heard for these three years. And they did just that. And to do that, they had to forgive themselves and accept Christ's forgiveness. And then they were free to spread that message. As we enter into Holy Week, as we pray through the Triduum and come to Easter Sunday,